Nitty's Knocker on Q4 Radio. I stream live every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Sounds really echoey right now. You can always listen on Q4.org, iTunes Radio, and the TuneIn app, searching Q4 Radio. Or if you want to hear my podcast, just go ahead and check into Nitty's Knocker on iTunes. That website smack. A lot of people have been like commenting on the website. It looks really, really nice. What, mine? Yeah. Oh, thanks. You know, that's <laughs> what happens when you put a little effort and uh, dedication into something, you know? Comes out really great. Today we have a super awesome show. For the past couple weeks, I've been uh, letting Brandon um, take care of our entertainment and politics. So if you are upset with anything that we talk about, don't blame me. Um, yeah, blame me. Yep. You got anything to say, call us. Let me know. Tweet Yeah. Me. Let, let him, it's his fault, but we are talking about Black Panther, the Grammys, what else are we talking about? Um, you know, Donald, Donald Trump is gaining a, a small black following, which is kind of disturbing. Uh, it was, <laughs> Jay-Z had made a comment about Trump, and like, this 15-year-old boy, like, went on a whole rant on Twitter. I wish I was more prepared, I would have, like, played it, but... I didn't want to like give him enough airtime because it was just it was crazy. But like even like these these two black women, these older black women were on CNN. I just want to know how much you get paid to like be on Trump's side and be a black fake person. endorse Trump. Like, but how much <laughs> they getting paid? Because I would definitely like sit there and be like, well, Trump is my. They got to be getting paid a decent amount of money because you got to go back home to your community, to your family, and like be around them after you didn't say all that crazy stuff. So I definitely want to know if they checking the bag or not. Well, yeah, we'll be talking more about how much Brandon despises Donald Trump. Um, and I also read an article, too, about him that I might talk about, just kind of trying to explain the logic of the man. And it kind of made sense. And I'm like, wow, okay. But we have the amazing Lajay. Hey. What's been, up? Been, I've been <laughs> trying to get her in here for a while now, and she's finally here. So I'm very excited she about finally cleared her schedule for us. <laughs> finally, you know, not too busy to come in and make a scene. And then we will have a call in from an amazing makeup artist. I won't mention her name just yet, but she's pretty well known, a good friend of my content producer, and I. I love makeup, so maybe she can give me some pointers on how to make my concealer blend a little give bit better. Give all y'all some pointers on how to make y'all concealer. <laughs> <laughs> Take a chill pill. Positivity only. Don't forget. No, just, you know, she's going to give some good advice. That's all. Like, right. I had this on my Facebook. A lot of people commented. They ready to hit it, so. Okay, so how's everybody's day? How How's everybody's day been today? What's something great that happened today? Start with you, Ajay. Well, um... I had a good day at work. <laughs> I work in a sales environment, and I got a lot of sales today, so, you know. Hire me. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I don't know. Like, my work is, my job is kind of a finesse, but, like, where I work, they, I'm looking for, like, more employment, so they're kind of, like, trying to bring me on. So, like, people just finding favor with me is like, really a good thing, uh, you know, so putting out those positive vibes and they were coming back to me so it's all good good job good job what about you nitty how was your day (laughs) great truly the best ever you want to expound on it a little bit yeah you know i woke up the sun was shining you know um i have to do my hair today because i slept with it in the ponytail last night you know so (laughs) ball she has on top of i also didn't have to change my lashes because they were all they were still intact, you know. So it was a pretty easy morning. I drank my flat tummy tea, 
Don't judge me. You know, I'm trying something here. That Black China uh, stuff? It's not Black China's, but the stuff she endorses, yes. Right. <laughs> I just want to make sure she's on the same page. So, you know, when I go home and eat dinner, I'll be having some more I, know, I feel like this is a perfect like time to just, like, you didn't have the best day today. And I feel like, you know, it's motivation because, like, we, we've been really at this for a long time. This needy's not, like, this has really been picking up. And I just, I feel like you having a... A crappy day and a crappy boss would really like it's motivation for you to kind of just we need to take this more serious we are taking this serious everything is picking up so like let's hang in there you know i'm trying man it's <laughs> almost over you know the way life works like you gotta have a nine to five like a lot of people that are creatives like if you doing music you modeling or you're a photographer you're a freelancer mm-hmm. you know you still need that little nine to five yeah. to make things run for now house. for now you know uh, already, where I swear jar at? But well, I, we really Oops. should get one because this, you're not the first one who was that like. That Look, that's, this is no, the trial but, period. But like, creatives, like you guys, one. need like it's okay to be you know that start of an artist lifestyle. Yeah, not having a job. Yeah, it's okay. But realistically, you need something to keep money in your pockets. Like if you if you're a model, you need to pay a photographer. If you're doing music, you got to pay for studio time. Mm-hmm. So you have to have. Uh, a crappy job that you don't enjoy or a crappy boss that gets on your nerve just to get to an extent I I agree with that to an extent because it could get to a point it's different if it's just a crappy job Mm -hmm. and a crappy boss versus someone who's humiliating you oh yeah that's different you know so don't ever take a job that he or try to find a job that doesn't or while you have your job that's humiliating you search for something else that's going to give you the certain the same amount of income every week because nobody deserves that you know and also if you are a struggling artist and you are past 10 years doing it just go to work (laughs) (laughs) and that's just being real because you don't want you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment honestly no it's the truth though because we really set ourselves up for disappointment and not realizing that it's just not the market for you Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't mean you're not good at it doesn't mean that you're not you know it ain't your calling yeah it's not everybody's calling (laughs) think about what else you're good at and try to channel that one stream of income is not the goal and most people do that with like artistry they're like Mm -hmm. it's all of this or nothing yeah you need seven streams (laughs) Uh, we had an artist on last week and I asked her like so what's your like what's your cutoff age you know for um, what you want to do with your music and like she said she really didn't have a cutoff which is inspiring but Mm -hmm. at the same time Realistically, like we're getting older, you know, you gotta start putting stuff in place for you when you're forty. Right, 50, and you have to you know? just know, like some people know when they that they have it and will, you know, they yeah. really, really know. And if you're already like, let's say you've been in the game for a couple years and you're already taking strides, then it's probably good for you to keep trying to mm-hmm. do that. But Definitely. if it starts to hit a stagnant point where you're not progressing and it's just hitting blocks. That just means that it's time to try something different. Or just find you a different niche. Like, if you really want to do music and you want to be a performer, but, like, you haven't really get the gigs you wanted and you're not getting shows, maybe you're a better writer. Maybe you need to write for other people. Lay some vocals down for other people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, be more of a background person because everybody doesn't have a marketable in- image. You don't want to say that, but it's true, you know? Um, you I think a, I'm against the I don't like image. that image I mean, stuff. Like, okay, like, everybody has a definition of, what, like, not a definition, but they have a a place where they want to be or, or like mm-hmm. uh, a platform of what they want what, what they want to be on and stuff like that so how people have this idea of fame and like realistically 
you have to have an image that is going to produce something for somebody. You but know. your image is always going to produce something for somebody. So like True and also not true because sometimes you can be pushing an image that's not yours. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, so if that. you're pushing an image based on, let's say, like somebody's really into Beyonce. Like, mm-hmm. I'm almost, I'm a stan. I've just found out what the word <laughs> is. So I'm a stan. <laughs> but it's like, okay, I'm a stan of Beyonce. And my roommate was talking to me about it yesterday. I was like, I would love to dress just like Beyonce and just like Rihanna. I want to dress. And she was like, but... Where's your style in that? Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to be able to take the actual inspiration out mm-hmm. and really hone in on your personal exactly. image. Yeah. And your personal image will bring that type of crowd to you. You know, you, Beyonce's crowd might not be your crowd. It yeah. might, you know, but you might have a niche that pulls a certain crowd. And if it's constantly pulling that crowd and they are knowing, like, with the whole unicorn thing. I love it. People send me photos of unicorns every day. Every day somebody's sending me something about a unicorn. And mm-hmm. it makes me feel good because I'm like, I'm channeling that image mm-hmm. to be a spirit animal. And, that, and yeah. that's your, that's your yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm team authentic all the way. I feel yeah. like authenticity always wins. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty, it's not always apparent, but most of the time it's apparent when it's not really who you are. Very true. No, that's true. And you can, it's easy to point somebody out in the crowd. Yeah. So it's like, how do we help those people? Bye, Rena. Bye. <laughs> how do we help those people, you know, by not by really telling them, you know, but just by being present? Yeah, know? I think the best way to inspire authenticity is just to be your most authentic self mm-hmm. and just influence others because the realest people have the most influence. I think. Like, when I say marketable image, I mean like everyone's not gonna sell out big stadiums on some Kendrick Lamar stuff. That's not everybody's calling, you know. Yeah. Um, it's one artist, um, Lion Babe. I don't know if you guys uh, have heard of her. Mm-mm. No. Ever the Lion Babe? What? She yeah. got like a song with Childish. Like she's very like popular around like people who are thirty something years old. Mm-hmm. But she sells out shows. She makes a living off what she does. But she's not like you guys don't know who she is. But she's famous. Like she sounds good. Like she sells out Chicago shows um, or whatever. Is she like Doja Cat? Yeah, like something like Doja Cat. Do- like a lot of people don't know who Doja Cat is, but Doja Cat sells out shows. So she has a market, you know. So I'm her market. <laughs> if, if you guys didn't know, I am Do- Doja Cat's number one fan. She retweeted or she liked one of my posts before, so that kind of made me. So I guess you take this is don't give up and find your market, really. And be you. And be the you is you. Most, you can be most definitely. And with that being said, I would like to go into playing a song by Russ. I know a lot of people feel really weird about Russ, but I like his music. So we're going to play like We're going to play Cherry Hill That's by Russ stuff. right hey. here on Nitty's Not Gay. Answer me. Baby, I'm a fool. Baby, I'm a fool for you. 
We are back, guys. That was Cherry Hill by Russ. Russ, 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 Russ. Russ, Russ, Russ. Sorry, I just <laughs> had a little moment. That, um, I really like that song, but let's go ahead and get into um, some entertainment updates. So, the Grammys was this weekend, and um, I didn't watch it. I kind of stopped watching mm-hmm. the Grammys a while ago, but... Um, I did see how Blue Ivy did her thing telling her parents when to clap. (laughs) (laughs) Cardi B's moment of having um, the shivers in her tummy, the butterflies in her tummy and her vagina. (laughs) (laughs) And um, SZA not winning anything. Y'all really think... Did Alicia Cara beat her? Alessia. Alessia Cara beat her? Yes. And I also heard that Alessia's album came out and I love her music don't get me wrong but her debut album actually came out too in 2015 so she's not really a new artist yeah she's not a new artist at all yeah okay that is kind of bogus so let's start with with Miss Blue cause Blue Ivy shut it down it was her show at the Grammys Beyonce looked amazing as always always uh, Rihanna looked so happy so happy I've never seen her smile so so she much. really is pregnant I don't know I like the weight. I will say that. I'm actually hurt by this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blue Ivy um, pretty much segues us into the conversation of... No, it wasn't... It was for the girl who said talking about the Dreamers Act. What's that girl's name? Uh, Camilla? Camilla. Yeah, she said something about the, the country being built by Dreamers. And yeah, I saw that. It seems like Blue Ivy knew that she was wrong. She said, <laughs> why are you clapping? It was not built by dreams. built by us. Right. For us, by us. That was, I didn't even it catch that. It was just built though. by Yeah, us. so basically what happened is um, Camila was making uh, a speech, which was a very beautiful speech. It's just some of her facts were not there. She said that the country, because you know the DACA thing is going on with Donald Trump and everything with every with the immigration laws of children who were um, born here legally by mm-hmm. illegal parents. Trump was trying to send them all back to wherever they came from. So basically, the DACA program is to save those people, those children, and uh, those people born in the states from being sent back. And the girl was saying that the Dreamers built the country. No, we be like sorry, but we built this country. Like they actually came and got us and brought us here. Yeah, like, they they really needed our manpower, you know. Y'all mm-hmm. snuck over here. We were brought here. You feel me? Like a long, long time ago. Like before this, like became a hot spot. Mm-hmm. Let's go to America. You know, um, not to be offensive to anyone, but like that's I mean, the truth. a lot of them were already here, though. There were <laughs> a lot here already, and in, in the sense of what she was mentioning, though, you know, because there were there was indigenous people here and. This this country, this continent, mm-hmm. before anybody stepped foot on it, you know what I'm saying? So, well, not anybody, but before the the Spanish and whoever the came Europeans and did they thing, you right. know they do they thing, right? So we had people here already, but the thing is, just about her statement specifically is saying that a country was built. We understand that you guys built your communities. You know, that you're a hard, you know, hardworking communities. Every culture has their community of people who just grind and grind and grind, who don't want to be sent back um, because of what their parents did. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I get that part of it, but I just don't respect her saying that they built 
the country. I mean, during the slavery time, like the time of slavery, I'm pretty sure Mexicans was like, no, we're going to stay over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't, want to, they didn't want no smoke. So, I mean, like, after everything was established and they country get started messing up, you know what I'm saying? They can't want to come over here. So, like, that's an invalid statement. But, you know, she was just trying to, like... She was trying use to her relate. Platform. Yeah. Use, use her platform to talk about the Dreamers in which, you know, which is a valid um, conversation because Donald Trump is really trying to deport people that got families that have been here for a long time. Um, I can understand if you just got here and you got caught. Okay. But you got kids here. You're trying to send the kids away, and they're in school. You and know, it's just like, about it's thinking just... about the reasons why. You know, like, you can't say that you're a land of opportunity and then decline the opportunities to people because they don't qualify no, to, you... on the standards of what it means to be a because U.S. citizen. Because they look different. Two weeks ago, this man said he wants more um, Norwegian and Russian, not Russian, but Norwegian and Sweden immigrants. So you want immigrants? Is his wife one of those? <laughs> I know she was speak English. She barely speaks English. So she like, barely she... holds his hand. So you know, <laughs> she don't like that man. <laughs> She's like, this is not what I signed up for. I did not sign up to be the first lady. I wanted to be. Uh, I want to be Michelle. It's like she wants to be a basketball wife or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just want to be a celebrity wife. You know. <laughs> I don't want all this scrutiny for uh, marrying you. She was watching Michelle <laughs> Obama live her best life, and she thought it was going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Very true. But, yes, in all in all, Blue Ivy was ahead of the game. She's literally, that was the cutest thing ever. She's like, you know what? Uh-uh. We're not going to clap. Did We're y'all see the snacks, right though? Like, she had the fruit snacks. The she did. Box. The juice box. <laughs> Black parenting at its finest. <laughs> we don't pay for Grammy snacks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we will have... The Minute Made juice box. You can put whatever you want, whatever toys you want in your bag, but if you get hungry, just know those fruit snacks and animal crackers are right there in the bag. So, um... Who looks miserable? My, uh, I have my aunts watching. Hey, auntie. Hey, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so that's that. And then the whole thing with SZA not winning the award, um... I feel like that's a big problem because the biggest year, honestly, was last year for African-Americans and Grammys as far as underground artists and things like that because of what chance. I'm I'm just waiting on um, black artists to understand that they're not going to be fully appreciated by people who don't mm-hmm. like them. Like, go maybe to the black maybe, award yeah. shows mm-hmm. and maybe you'll get something that you want. Very like, true. I mean, I agree with you, like, wholeheartedly on that, but at the same time, we live in a society that's like, saying like I'm an actor but I don't want an Oscar mm-hmm. like yeah yeah you want everyone wants the highest award you can get for what you do people like yeah I don't care about a Grammy or Oscar but you're lying you do you know well, but they also like I I think what she's saying appreciate is your own community because nobody goes to the BET awards anymore but if they do, you see how many names get called and nobody's walking up to get those mm. awards? Last year that changed. The ones that Beyonce there last year? No. No. She was at the BET Awards. She, ain't, she sent in a tape. <laughs> she sent in a tape. <laughs> That's more than what she used to do. No, but my thing is, I feel like, yes, it's nice to have the highest award that there mm-hmm. is, but who's to say that a BET Award can't be right up there with the Grammys exactly. if people actually showed up? And then the thing, too, is if you stop putting so much energy into the Grammys which was not created for African and the Academy Awards these are not things created for African Americans if you just really started 
putting cultured music and art and video and film into its own lane, that pedestal will be that much higher. Mm-hmm. You know, because the BET Awards used to be a very, they very amazing thing because that was a time where there was not so much social media to where mm-hmm. black people didn't want to be black. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Where they felt like they had to please all of these other types of people. Before we had the internet and all this extra social media, you didn't know if you had white fans. It's true. You knew that you were making music by you because your people liked it. Your exactly. people resonated with it. But now it's like, oh my God, how do I please the world? And I think black people have to really realize everything we do is popping. If everybody <laughs> tune into the BET Awards and all of the popping black artists go to the BET Awards, it's going to be white people lined up to go to the exactly. BET Awards too. And then they're going to be giving y'all the Grammys you want. Exactly. But we still got They're going to be like, please come back to the Grammys. <laughs> we'll get y'all an award. But that's just like, we got to do that as a community. Like that, that branches out in so many Very areas true. of blackness. It does, and black people are very selfish. I think that a lot of the black people who are like really in power within the music industry need to step down and give other people, younger artists, a chance because we the ones that's trying to make a change, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they are set in their ways and they stuck in the in the same ways where we gotta please these white people. Mm -hmm. Even to the extent like, like I can't wait until Beyonce is not with Sony anymore. If that has ever, it might not ever happen, honestly. I don't know if she signed like a death contract or something (laughs) like that, but the fact that she's still with Sony and not with Rock Nation, which is a black owned, you know, like that's your man label. Everybody going to Rock Nation, everybody's Mm -hmm. excited to be a part of it, and you're one of the most powerful women in the world. Just imagine what you can do with Rock Nation as far as booking getting more more women to want to be a part of Rock Nation. Women who want to be in the industry, they want to be a part of. Atlantic Records and like all that whatever the other ones are I don't even know Atlantic, Sony and whatever they call I definitely agree with what Jay said a lot of these older like Diddy he gets on my nerves I'm I'm sorry but he does he does all this like inspirational stuff on Twitter woo but like you make a show like you do like reality making a band you demean people on TV to get them this spot instead of just like finding other ways to put creatives on like reality TV is not the way to the way to go you know, it's you can be funding like find if SoundCloud is busting right now. SoundCloud rappers come out every day. Like gather a team, go listen to some cloud, some SoundCloud musicians or whatever, and sponsor them. Like get them, fly them out somewhere. Like give them opportunity. But no one's. This where I gotta interject. Whoa, the voice. And where you come from? <laughs> yeah, uh, I ain't get no introduction. I'm Alex Pacman, whatever y'all want to call me. But did you want one? No, nah, it's cool. I got it now. <laughs> Wait, I, I really feel like you said you didn't want one. No, nah, but, but Diddy. I've never seen you act like this before. <laughs> you totally different. Nah, but my thing with Diddy is uh, Diddy got Revolt TV. He giving a lot of people opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Joe Budden wouldn't have just had a job coming from Complex if it wasn't for, for Diddy, you know? so Who's on Revolt TV, though? Uh, the Breakfast Club. Uh, see, I don't watch What Revolt. quality artists are on Revolt TV right now? Double trash. I didn't say that. This is positivity, right? Yeah, who said like, that? That's what it is. <laughs> who like, said that? No, but like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> who like, said that? Like people who make quality music, like actually putting out a positive message. That's not popular anymore. Like these rappers that's talking about everything else except positivity mm-hmm. is not hot. Yeah, like, because Diddy, boy, he's Revolt is great. Like that's a platform that I honestly would like to be on. You know, because it's like the thing is you have to go into the system to break the system, mm-hmm. even with the black systems. You know, because. They might think they they're doing everything right. Like, yeah, we're empowering our people doing this. We we got this. But at the same time, you have to remember 
that there's still a certain level of pleasing that's going on because they our older generations are afraid to break barriers mm-hmm. you know they don't want to lose anything that as rich as they are they don't know how much they can lose and that's scary to them Beyonce lost what she lost but she the thing with her she was like you know what it's worth it I I don't I could lose that you know what I'm yeah. saying because I'm I'm set so her going against whatever her record labels might want to do she has to do it in a creative way that still makes her all the money and still gets her the attention the same way people do like H&M when they want to put they knew they would make more money mm-hmm. after that advertisement you know what I'm saying it's all about the way that you market it into the public so with Revolt I do think it could be cultured a little bit better. You know what I'm I saying? Think, I feel like music, the state of music, especially when it comes to like black music, is in a transitional period right now. And I think that it just takes a little patience and people sticking to their guns. Like people like us who believe that shit. I knew it. <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> that things should be, you know, things should change. I feel like you just have to keep putting that energy out there and it's going to yeah. be received. Like, you just... You got to be in your Kaepernick. Like, Kaepernick wait for them to get too old to be relevant. Out. True, <laughs> as well as waiting for the hype of SoundCloud and all of these other things to die down just a bit because I love the fact that SoundCloud is here. It has so much amazing music and I try my hardest to find that amazing music. But it gets over like oversaturated with... At the, these popular no-name, like people who are doing the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. People are just making noise, doing drugs drinking lean and then you have a society of kids doing that so there is a lot of music out now and it's starting to filter itself a lot better Mm -hmm. where people are understanding that oh wow there is still conscious music that still sounds good and I can turn up to and have a good time to it's just it was such a hype for like three years where SoundCloud really determined your music career and I feel like not to go off on a tangent but like it's deeper than just like what's hot Mm-hmm. I feel like music is so powerful that it controls us. It does. Like, you listen to the Migos call, you broke all day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> About all this stuff that they, all this flexing they do. You at home, I do want that payback watch. I do want this. I do want that. So the music that's out now is not bettering us as a community. And it hasn't been for years. Rap music has never bettered us. It's always made you sit at home, watch videos of stuff you can never afford, and make you feel less than these people on TV. You know, and I th- I feel like now like this new wave of like R and B like has come out. Daniel Caesar, um, amazing. There has to be a balance. I yeah, think definitely, the, definitely. that the music industry is balancing itself right now. Mm-hmm. It's balancing itself in the eye of social media because mm-hmm. before it balanced itself, you had your Uncle Luke, you had real crazy black music, and you still have real good conscious music. But it was it balanced itself. Um, and we didn't see it doing that because there was no media for us to pay attention to at that time. All we did was take the product as it came, mm-hmm. you know? So now it's developing itself in the world of social media to where it's like, oh, okay, wow, that was so crazy. People really went nuts about that. And now it's toning itself down because people are realizing what social media is. So since you're the only musician sitting here right now, do you feel like um, you are going to like stick to your guns as the the original, like, Lajay of who you are type thing? Always. Or do you what feel about like, when they cut that <laughs> check? Like, how does it feel? Uh, like I mean... You see, like, okay, like, you put some music out mm-hmm. and, like, you know, you, like, put it out for retweets and shares. You're trying to get the music out there. And mm-hmm. then you see some ratchet chick in front of her house getting a music video shot and everybody like, yes, yes. Like, mm-hmm. and this is, like, the stuff that doesn't matter is, like, what's hot. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to know as a, from, from an artist standpoint, like, how does that, like, 
how do you how does that make does it make you go harder is that discouraging like what does it do for you well i think that um when i initially started pursuing music um i didn't exactly know myself and i didn't know the direction i wanted to go in but i think that now that i know myself and i feel like like I said, I feel like authenticity is always the way to go um, because I think that everything that is meant to happen is is pre it's been written like everything that is meant to happen is gonna happen mm-hmm. and I forgot where I was going with that, but I just feel like no matter what, no matter how much money nobody is offering me or no matter what somebody is saying in my ear, I'm always gonna do what feels right to me. So and that's I hope that answers that, and, your question. And you can that's see definitely. that in some artists too that mm-hmm. they always stick to their guns and yeah. That's kind of like how SZA is. Mm-hmm. SZA sticks to her guns. Because everybody got an opinion on SZA, and I doubt she gives it. She doesn't, and she's always made music that... <laughs> this one was a little bit more like explicit as mm-hmm. far as her the way her mind was working, but she's always made authentic music. You know? But I dig it, but though. But what she did I, was I like she it. touched... Yeah. She, she hit women like... She was able to like represent y'all like in a musical way how y'all be feeling? Sometimes y'all can't express yourselves as women in a certain way because of what society will judge you for. But, like, she made a whole song about being a side chick. And like, I fully support that. I feel album. like... Yeah, like a whole happens. album. Like, things, that's real. That's things real. have been... Things are balancing themselves out. Like, the same thoughts that men have and the same emotions that men feel and express through their music, we feel the same way. But the... but. It's just the men have had too much of the power within everything, with everything. everything. Yeah, and true. and women are just like we ain't taking that no more. Like yeah, even when you have and the, the balance is to me Cardi and SZA. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as like different styles of music, you mm-hmm. feel me? Like you got the the hardcore way of saying we not going. Then you got the the subtle and mm-hmm. beautiful. You know, SZA's voice is amazing. Yeah, way like I'm saying like and that's what that's what's gonna prevail. That's longevity right there. Mm-hmm. How long Cardi B gonna be able to rap like that? I hope forever, forever. honestly. I mean, She's like, cold. okay, you get at a certain age, you're going to be rapping about, I'm not going to let you can't quote lyrics on, but like, Cardi B, wow. You feel <laughs> me? Like, you know. And For the old folks. Like <laughs> but let me, let me, let me ask you, you don't think it's wild for rappers to be still in their 30s and 40s still talking about women in a disrespectful mm-hmm. manner? AKA so if chains, they can do it, AKA if they can do it, Cardi B can do it. And, I mean, I feel like they need, I need to sit down, G's need to sit down. R. Kelly you don't listen to that music? But they ain't no. gonna sit down because <laughs> nobody's making them sit down. But True. I think that when they're glorifying things the are action. just changing. Things are things are changing. Like, they are, so and that's the solution. <laughs> that's the, the 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 end all for a great topic on the Grammys and how it just alters reality, it mm-hmm. seems like. At the end of the day, the balance it, it is forming itself. The it's just about consistency. You know, everybody if if artists stay consistent with what they are trying to do. Whether you're a musician, a radio personality, a videographer, whatever you're trying to do, <laughs> consistency is key. It's mm-hmm. not going to smack you in the face with the glitz and glam the moment you start, but the harder you work towards it, things will open up when you're not even going to realize. You're like, oh, dang, dang. Right. And you're like, is this happening because if, I did, you know. Even if you consistently trash, it's going to pop. Charu. For. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and play. I'm going to just do all, like, R&B style music today. We're going to play some of Lajay's music a little later in the show. We're going to listen to Fantasy by Alina Braz. Right here on Nitty's Not Green.
That's still my favorite track mm-hmm. by Cardi B. Once again, you are listening to Nitty's Knocker Live on Q4 Radio every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. We talk about unicorns and stuff. You can listen to us on Q4.org or the iTunes podcasting app or the TuneIn app. You know, we're doing it big. Or you can also listen on nittysknocker.com and go to the listen page and check out everything that we've been working on. It also, is now time. If anybody uh, got some money for Nitty's Knocker in Q4, we need <laughs> some heat in here. <laughs> <laughs> so you can cash at me at uh, Nitty's Knocker. $5 helps. You know, if I get 10 people, send $5. That's 50 bucks. <laughs> I know math. But we are actually going to go ahead and go into the Unicorn Gospel for the week. And this week it is about adversity. We're going to talk about adversity because, honestly, I feel like I've been faced with it a lot this past week in different ways and it's a, it's hard to deal with it sometimes when you don't really understand why you're dealing with it but it's good to deal with it right definitely so the verse is proverbs chapter 3 verses 4 through 6 then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of god and man trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight so basically what I get from that is God, the universe. 
um, Buddha. Allah, whatever you Allah. Mean. Whatever you whoever you Allah. master creator. Yes. You the universe. Whoever you believe in. Um you always have favor with the universe. Don't ever think that you don't. The only time that you don't is when you doubt or when you allow things of the world to affect your mental and your physical. Um, if you trust and the second one is trusting the Lord with all of your heart, lean not on your own understanding. Um, trust in the universe. Trust in the powers of yourself because we are all reflections of the universe. And the more positive we are, the more that reflects in the people who we surround ourselves with, our financial situations, the things that we want in life. It all balances itself out. And... The moment we lean on our, the moment we try to figure stuff out on our own and say the way that the universe wanted me to do it, or the way that God wanted me to do it, that it wasn't working for me. I'm not trying to follow the way of the unicorn. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to, that doesn't make sense. I don't want to do it. I'm going to do it this way because I feel like if I cried out and yell and scream, that I'll get the results that I want. And that's not the way to gain favor in a bad situation. So if you always allow, the universe to come in and and take care of you and to do its part and to remind you of how great you are remind you that you woke up remind you that you're still breathing and healthy to an extent we all can do better with being healthy but you know your path to to greatness your your path like it's it's literally everything we do is a test for real it will really guide you Exactly where there will be no forks in a row if you just mm-hmm. allow the universe to determine determine your happiness. You know the universe; it literally shows you every day that the sun comes up. That's enough yeah. for you to keep going. You know, it's you enough get, for you to keep moving. Yeah, you get back what you put out. And all, yeah, I do, and that's that's the truth. And we've all had to grow up and and learn that, and I mm-hmm. we're still learning it. You know what I'm saying? And Sometimes when I just really want to be really nasty to somebody who's hurt me and things like that is why would I why would I do that? Why would I give out some nasty energy or a nasty emotion mm-hmm. or some you face whatever because they're bad people. They're yeah. making you feel bad. They're humiliating you. And you want to go and do the same thing. What What's that going to prove? You know what I'm saying? It's going to prove that you're just as good as they are, which is not so good. So the moment you really allow yourself to go into submissiveness with your conscience and allow it to guide you, it's not there to steer you wrong. If you're mm-hmm. thinking about it in the back of your head, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But just don't let it sit there forever because you harbor it and then it turns into the worst thing I feel like uh, that's true for the longest we like for the longest personally I was one of those people where like I felt like sometimes you gotta conform to what's around you to survive type type thing and like recently like you know you know since we've been doing Nitty's Knocker and stuff like that I just been surrounding myself with like kind nice people you know and I feel like kind nice people are like the strongest people you could ever like be around cause we mm. just are surrounded by like so much evilness negativity and like I enjoy people who do all of that, they still have a smile on their face, still are motivating me and themselves to like do better. Like right. this person had a bad day at work, like 
but still like has some words for, of encouragement for me. You know, that's who I want to be around. You it's know? easy like, to be mad. It's easy world. to be mad. It's, it's easy. easy. But it's hard to be nice. It's hard to be positive in a world where, you know, we surrounded by darkness. So, like, I really I, I admire people who always have a light on in this, in this tunnel, you know, we call life. And, like, ever since I've been surrounding myself with people like that, like, blessings. Like, sometimes I don't have no money in my pocket, but, like, some universe find a way to bless me, you know, help me find favor with different people, you know. So it's all about what you, what you put out. Is what you get back. If you focus on it, it'll grow. Mm-hmm. Positive or negative. Just like, yeah. And then the most obvious example of that is a tree. Hello. I mean, water a tree, the tree grows. And it's beautiful and it flourishes. Uh, there was a magnolia tree that was in St. Louis in a backyard of someone that passed away that I love so much. But that tree represented who she was. She watered that tree. She took care of that tree. She pulled from it to give gifts with that tree. And that tree still stood. You know what I'm saying? So by a tree is truly... um, the more the more you nurture something, the more it will develop mm-hmm. into the beauty that it's supposed to be. Exactly. And so. if it's something negative that you're really focusing your energy on, it's going to keep growing. It's going to get worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse. It yeah, is. It's not going to grow because like, you put think about a tree or a plant, you need sunlight. You know, if you're not around light, like I, I refer to people like around being, like, being a light in a tunnel, you know what I'm saying? If you're not around light, how are you going to grow? You know, so like a tree is a perfect representation of. Or it'll be a mushroom, and mushrooms uh, are fungus is growing. Fungus, <laughs> thing, yeah. bacteria, yeah. you know, <laughs> yuck. And who wants to? Who wants that? But. <laughs> <laughs> but that is this week's unicorn gospel. Um, once again, that was Proverbs chapter three, verse four through six. Not proud of you, Brandy. You knew it. Like, good job. I grew up in church. You said, but like. Yeah. You know more than me. Look, I knew it because I read it. Just, <laughs> But, you know, like, I didn't really... I went to church, but I was, like, always sleep or angry that I had to be being in a boring church. Not <laughs> church. even being bad. Just, I like, was bad in church. going to sleep. Like, why am I... I don't even understand what he's saying. Talking about thou art do thee. And I'm... What does any of this language I mean? I parents were like, oh, you was bad. You finna write this whole page of the Bible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. It's like timetables on crack. Like, I, I would not want to. <laughs> the words be so small, too. They be having, like, a thousand words on, the, on that one page. Maybe more. Honestly, because a thousand words is like three paragraphs in the Bible. <laughs> Never talk about my book like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd like to play some more music. Let's see. Let's see what's in my actual computer from my J because I feel like I still had. Oh Lord. <laughs> Let's play Grateful. Oh, that's cool. I like that joint. I like that. Love. I like that joint too. We might play something else too. I don't know yet. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and start with "Grateful" by Lache, the lady Ooh. sitting in the room, right here on Nitty's Knocker. Pencils, pencils, pencils. Baby, are you worth it? Baby, 
within. How you gon' win when you ain't right within? Uh-uh, come again. For expressions of passion But there are worlds and worlds of ways to explain To tell you how I feel But I am Speechless, speechless That's how you make me feel Though I'm with you, I am far Nothing is for real When I'm with you I'm lost for words I don't know what to say My head's spinning like a carousel So silently I pray Helpless and hopeless That's how I feel inside Nothing's real but all is possible If God is on my side
That was, <clears throat> if you couldn't tell the voice. Now you better be able to tell the voice. MJ on the track. But yes, um, that was uh, two songs. The first one, Grateful. What, 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 uh, what was that all about? What was you grateful for at the time? <laughs> red Lobster or Olive Garden? Look, <laughs> I'm um, always grateful for some Red Lobster. <laughs> I mean, I had a little boo or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. You had the butterflies in your mm-hmm. stomach and your vagina. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 I that laugh. She was like, ha, ha. That's the quarter of the week. I sound like in my vagina. <laughs> she, said again and she was looking at her like. Yes, that is. Did you see her hand on the rail, though? That was the best part. Like, I looked she at that. She was so gift, confused. Like, but her hand was like, I really don't want. It did this, you know, like on the rail. Like, Because that lady I'm was really so fake. Time out. We're here with you. my favorite person ever, Cardi B. She is like, <laughs> uh, your fave. <laughs> What's my real name? <laughs> I like that she's so. What's my sister name? That you see that in Straight her up, face. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was great though. You you couldn't. <laughs> there's not one expression that that woman can't hide. But you know, you had tingles. Yeah, that's when you make your best stuff. Whenever yeah. the emotion is pure, you know, you really. And even thinking about your old music, y'all don't know Lajay's old music, but I know Lajay's <laughs> old music, and it was hardcore, like hardcore, but like. It's like pretty hardcore, you know. She start off like, mm, yeah, and then and I'm like, yes, girl, I'm here with you because we. Nah, it was the, a very um, pivotal moment in our lives. Well, yeah. like J Cole, uh, get off my. Oh yeah. Yes, and she used to do crazy. great remixes, by the way. Mm-hmm. The Rico remix. Oh, is that uh, video still on the internet? I don't know. Guys, search Rico. <laughs> uh, for yeah, you I will say, don't do it, but do it. But it's great it. though. Look, yes. Do it. Yes, it's You're going to see the other side of me. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I smacked her with a rack. <laughs> yeah, that's Lajay. That's who you're sitting next to. A real one. Body that J. Cole. But what do we... What do... What's... Okay, so my father's going to be the official voice for the damn Can I Live segment. We got to get that recorded. Damn. Can I live? Can he I was just his voice is just authentically pimpish but I, can't even, like, <laughs> I can't even mock up just like even come close to that but it was so smooth right that was perfect that recorded. so what are we talking about today we're talking about money today saving money uh attempting to right try you know it's crazy at our age um it's hard to save money because like no one really taught us like financial responsibility especially if you grew up in a black household like most of our parents struggled um with money um depending on how you grew up but no one really taught us like from a young age how to really handle money so as i get older and negotiating through my adulting adult life it's certain things that i realize like jesus it's hard to save money um because you always got to spend money on certain things but there are all ways to save money so i'm here to like help you out tell me because i just went through so much and First i was like off, how did i do that you got to understand your situation all right now if you got your own crib you paying rent you paying bills you can't pop out with your friends that stay with their parents and don't pay bills they don't have the same y'all bills different you feel me like you paying 800 a month for rent and they paying nothing so they can afford to hit the club or do whatever they want to go Every week, so you gotta understand. You gotta be honest with your friends. A lot of people our age don't like to talk about money, how much money they make, because you don't ever want to seem beneath your peers, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's something that needs to be discussed. Like, you know, so we need to find alternatives to, you know, going out all the time. Like one of one of the things I've been doing is like cooking at the crib. Like, I sound like my Can mom. Can you cook? 
Probably better than you, sure. Don't stunt. <laughs> I just don't cook because I'm lazy. You can't cook. You ain't gonna expose me. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon eats ramen noodles. Both of them. On your heels. I've been trying. Gourmet right. ramen. I made some spaghetti. You feel me? The other day, you know, it's it's it's, it's lasted. You know, I got somebody a uh, recipe. I kind of baked it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I sound like my OG. Like it's food at home. Like I tell myself that when I'm traveling, I walk past Chick Fil A. That's my weakness right there. But it's food at home. I got chicken at the crib. I got fries at the crib. Go home and make that. So just find the alternatives. Uh, one thing, I make my own coffee now. I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts every day. Two fifty every day. Calculate that up into a month. I'm not going to do the math right now, but you get the gist. Um, another thing we do uh, is... 2050 cents a day on a coffee is not bad. That's like, that's like $80 that's like, yeah, that's a month. Not. No, it's not. That's, it. that's car insurance. Every day, five days a week, you need coffee. You drink coffee more than five days a week. I drink it every day. So that's... All right, fine. Look, I'm trying to be a part of this. You know what's <laughs> cheaper than coffee? What? Tea. Flat tummy tea. <laughs> <laughs> you just plugged it's, not, it's, it's not cheaper than coffee, but it's it, it has... Res- it, 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 their results... Mm-hmm. We'll keep your tummy full. Okay, also, when you get paid, <laughs> uh, make a budget. Like, allot yourself... The money you need, like spending money, the money for bills. A lot of the times, like what I find myself doing is just like I get paid and I don't even think about a budget. I just pay the bills and then whatever I left over, I play with or whatever. Yeah, that's the budget. Yeah, that's the bill budget. Bill money like, ain't included. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we gotta get out of this check to check, and I understand it's hard um, to do that because you always have to spend money on something. But we all grown now. We all working decent jobs. We all some. If you in school, you get a refund check. If you work, you pay taxes, you get a refund check. I know we all want to spend frivolously when we get that refund, but like put like a stack to the side. I don't know how much y'all get, but put a stack to the side. Put five yeah, you to make the side. big money, huh? Right, <laughs> a stack to the side. You make check? money moves. <laughs> <laughs> no, but put a decent amount of money to the side. Like just build on it. Like you put five hundred. You know, put ten on top of that every month. Just find different ways to save money. This one is for you, Nitty. The ultimate fu fund. All right. So, the look, what? The ultimate fu fund. All right. So, this money, this this fund is like put twenty dollars here, fifteen here, ten here, five is five here. Just in case you have a job that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> so you have enough money in your savings to say, you know what, I quit, and it gives you like, just try to save up two or three months of savings. That way, if you want to quit a job, you can quit comfortably while you find other employment. I could put two checks a month and quit in like. <laughs> two months see like you gotta yeah that that one was for you G so like thank you cause I'm yeah, not definitely definitely <laughs> yeah start saving <laughs> but I feel like as a whole as a as somebody in our age bracket as, as peers we need to start thinking about each other too like you know um find alternatives so like do wine night do a dinner night where everybody comes over I love over. wine night yeah come over <laughs> like everybody brings a dish you know cause we all like to eat we all like to go out but like why not cook something at the crib you know Gives you time to talk, communicate, you know what I'm saying? Drink a little bit, interact about your day. You know, maybe I'm in the middle of the week, maybe on a Sunday. Just find different ways where you can bring everyone together and save money. As well as do something productive mm-hmm. like vision board. Mm-hmm. Or I was listening to this on the, I think it was on the radio. No, I was watching um, those inspirational videos. And he says, invite all your friends over for a party. Yeah, be like, yeah, we kicking it at the crib. And then they get there. Have them no. We actually about to have a writing party. 
you know, bring all your friends, invite mm-hmm. all your friends that know how to write or that are creative thinkers. And that way, instead of y'all just sitting around getting drunk with each other or spending money on a bunch of food and whatever stupid stuff that you need at a party, you guys are building futures. And, like, the last thing to close it up, to wrap it up, is hang with people like-minded, you know? Don't hang with people that's going to make you feel like a broke boy because you can't pop out with them. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people make you feel like you're beneath them because they have this... In reality, they don't have the money. They just have the money to spend it and not save. Like, if you're living at home, listen up to me. If you're living at home, save your bread. Like, mm-hmm. like my white counterparts, they don't ever feel bad about living at home. They be 28, 29, living <laughs> at home. Their parents don't care. Their parents want them to save. So if you living at home at the crib with your parents and they don't care, stack your bread. There's nothing wrong with that. Because when they move out of their house with their parents, they get they up 100k. And meanwhile, you, I gotta pay this movie fee, first month rent. Dang, you know what I'm saying? So like, find your blessings where they at. You know, um, y'all don't know how I feel to have to pay a Wi-Fi bill, the rent. The light, you know, so take advantage of you at home. It is a, it's a groceries. lot, Groceries. <laughs> Man, who's selling Link? But, like, for real, like... You know, it's always sad when you try to apply knowing you cannot... You know they're not going to prove and it. And you just like, I'm going to try anyway. And you get that letter and you... We regret to inform you. <laughs> actually, actually, you tried to lie, but we caught you in it. Uh, no. <laughs> no, but just count your blessings. You know, um, people who are, who are, you know, on their own is... Um, self-sufficient you know do a little things discipline yourself find little ways to save money you know you put 10 here a week adds up well i find know. that my anti-social tendencies help me to save money a lot yeah well, she doesn't come to anything that yeah i don't go out to. no she's, she's like, like okay I, i'll let you know and then it's like the crickets the perfect send off she's like yeah i'm coming i that i like your, your text message <laughs> good thing like, they you still coming <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Look, I'm I'm thinking about it. Not really. Mm. (laughs) But that is true. Um, But also the thing that I had an issue with with money was just like, I like to eat good. I like to eat out. Um, But now I'm trying to learn how to cook at home like that. And then Mm. the thing is, you like, you go to a grocery store and spend $60, right? You like, oh my God, like, why did I spend, <laughs> what am I, but when you think about it, you just made like four meals, three, mm-hmm. four meals versus that one red lobster dinner. Right. Mm-hmm. You I gotta like, pay, I, I pay some, for your meal plus gratuity. I, I want some red lobster, so I've been talking about it for a while. <laughs> but you know. I want a Michael Jordan steak. Yeah, but sometimes it's okay. It's okay, you know, maybe once a month or something to treat yourself to a nice, really nice dining out limit yourself like I have a budget thing that you know I'm going to do a blog post about it and add the template so that people can know how to budget a little bit better and see what you could put in savings what all of your sources of income are because if you see you have $200 worth of fun money after you put your savings up and everything like that then allocate that $50 a week either to fast food or you know a nail fund you know something like that like always make sure you have enough even though you're saving money make sure you always have enough to make yourself feel good because we have to take care of ourselves in the midst of all of this saving self-care is key yeah because you know money ain't no good if you feel like crap and look it Mm -hmm. i had to go buy some lashes because my lashes were starting to connect and i was like (laughs) you know what Um, you got that to your ass on Yes, <laughs> those joints, and it just was like, 
You ever seen somebody lashes so long like it hurt to blink? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> how do you see in those like you know windshield? Yeah, I've seen blinds. That's not what I meant to say. Yeah. Windshield blinds. That doesn't make sense. I was trying to get somewhere with that, but it didn't. Wings. <laughs> there you go. Wings. <laughs> but tell us more about your song, Crazy. Crazy. Um, Crazy was a song I wrote because I was bored. The beat was fun, and I was just like, hmm, now. Because I feel like everybody has been in a relationship that's just real crazy, but y'all, that's just the only way y'all know how to be. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what the song was about. Um, it, it's not the healthiest relationship, but it's just, it's what you're used to. It's what you like. So that's what the song's about. Well, we're going to actually go ahead and dive into that real quick. We're going to play. And this is some of your new newer music. Mm, relatively new. I dropped it a couple months ago, so yeah. So is this something that you'll be putting on an EP if you release one, or...? Do you have enough arsenal for a four? I, I got I got some stuff in the <laughs> arsenal. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and listen to Crazy right here on Nitty's Knocker via Q4 Radio. We live. Got 
got nothing to prove. All these people hating us ain't got nothing to prove. I love is crazy, but I wouldn't have it any other way. You know you make me act crazy, have it any other way. I love is crazy, but I wouldn't have it any other way. You know you make me act crazy. For bitty baby spaghetti and teddy bear in my window now. Golden child, always smile before you leave. Don't look down. God will help you spread your wings. My baby needs some milk and honey. My baby needs some milk and honey. She said goodbye while they be dying at white walls Cigarettes over skyfall Riding this life is my song Don't ask me why she hesitated Almost waited, waited room Played it up in heaven soon Soon I will see the king And he reminds me Some get presents before they even ready I can see that she loves me I know her heart is heavy Telephonication nation Baby, help me testify Oh, you know I hate goodbye Bye, bye, blue Somebody let the yellow in Bye, bye, blue Gonna fall in love again on a lonely road where happiness needs us. You my baby, you my baby. I'm your baby, I'm your baby. You my baby, you my baby. I'm your baby, I'm your baby. On a lonely road where happiness needs us. I'm gonna fall in love again on a lonely road where happiness needs us. Testify. Oh, you know I hate goodbyes. Bye, bye, blue. Somebody let the yellow in. Bye, bye, blue. I'm gonna fall in love again on a lonely road where happiness needs us. You're my baby, you're my baby. I'm your baby, I'm your baby. You're my baby, you're my baby. I'm your baby, I'm your baby. On a lonely road where happiness needs us. I'm gonna fall in love again on a lonely road where.
Hey guys, how's it going? What you guys do for those few minutes? Did you listen to the music? I hope so. Because we just listened to Crazy <laughs> by Lajay. That was dope. As well as Thank Bye you. Bye Baby by No Name off of her telephone EP. Um, she's cool, too. Yeah, I love No Name. I've met her a few times. She's very, just how she sounds is how she is in real life. Very mellow. Chill. And it makes me feel like I'm like doing too much because my energy is so not mellow. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe she don't like me. <laughs> or maybe that's just who she is, you know. So, I do now want to talk more about what you have planned with your music career because a lot of times I don't really talk about people's you know music career and things mm-hmm. like that but because you're so fresh with rebranding yourself I just want to know how you're going about doing that and what type of um, what type of woman you're trying to portray yourself as in the music industry mm. yes yeah. let's go yes come on you know I'm very like I'm a very I'm a very spiritual person I'm real like one with the universe type person and I feel like I've I've been doing a lot of like really really like deep meditation over the past year just on who I am as an artist and I'm coming back to when I originally started doing music I was dealing a lot with my guitar and now I'm coming back to actually recording music with my guitar so I have a lot of like more laid back kind of slow music I got some nice R&B music for the girls you know and um yeah so I just um I would say the music that I'm going to be putting out this year is just very earthy like how long you been playing a guitar uh, ooh, every know. time your voice pops in it's just like you know you're here um i've been playing the guitar for since 2013 i want to say so about five years you self-talk yeah okay self-talk i used to play until my fingers bled literally yes the first song i learned how to play was killing me softly by lauren hill and i was so determined to learn that song by the end of the first day that my fingers actually started bleeding go crazy not mine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm, that don't work for me. So right now I'm working on a project, and it's called Indigo. Why? And, um, Why is it called Indigo? Um, because I feel like that's just my aura, my vibe most of the time. It's very Indigo. I'm really, like, into spreading positivity and inspiring others to be more positive in their own lives just by, you know, kind of leading by example. And... You know, just very in tune with the earth. I'm glad that you are in tune with the earth. That means you're more in tune with me. Right. Because I'm a Taurus. <laughs> you know, yes. earth. And I'm a water sign. I get along with earth signs really well, too. You know what I found out the other day? That I'm a Taurus. And it's like the Taurus is the sun, right? That's mm-hmm. the traditional. The and then it's another one. The loon, lunar, Luna, or something well one is Sagittarius your moon sign I believe so and then there's one more so I'm like two Tauruses and but they're both in Taurus so it's so is your moon your moon's in Taurus too no it's yeah it's something but it's like two things outside of your sun sign sun sign moon sign and rising sign yes the rising is Sagittarius no my rising and my moon uh, sun is Taurus Mm -hmm. and my 
So you just Taurus it. And, and Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah. So And Sagittarius is also Earth. Right? No, it's fire. It's a fire? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Explains <laughs> what? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little fiery little. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's actually something really good. And like, I'm actually a Taurus moon. Oh, that's lit. Yeah. See, that's. that's yeah. yeah, it does. And <laughs> that's why, like, when you come into contact with people, you know, you never really know what your engagement is going mm-hmm. to be with each other, you know? So I'm just lucky to even be around people. And, and even with astrology, I didn't even really like astrology. You talked about it a lot when we all were. Like, say, we used to live together, y'all. Yeah, we did. But, um,. <laughs> We used to, you know, I, you would talk about it and stuff like that, but I, I honestly mm-hmm. was never a person who identified with myself. Mm-hmm. I, I was not good at identifying with myself yeah. for a very long time, but once I started channeling more into, like, my energies and... That birth chart to change your life. Yeah. It, it did. It really mm-hmm. did. And that's the first time I ever knew what a birth chart was. It's like, what's your birth chart? You know, and I was like, what is that? There's so that? much that May 12, plays 1992 is my birth chart. You know, like, that's where my head was. Like, uh, my birthday? The birth chart is basically where each planet was at the very moment you were born. And each planet rules over different areas in your life, and it's it's, it's deep. It's amazing, too. It's and deep. it's not even about just saying, oh, that, that fits my life. It's literally just about how the universe works with you on a personal level, you know? And people try to not connect with the universe, thinking that it's man-made for some mm-hmm. reason, when... All of this is, even with alternate universes and things like that, it all has something to play into with the way that we are. It's all by design. Yes. Everything is by divine. So, I did want to go into talking about, we were talking about adversity, and um, I'm not going to lie to y'all, today was not the best day. You know, it was very hard for me today, from turn down after turn down, um, and then my job situation pushing me to a place where I cried I and luckily the office was empty with just me because I cried and my mom I called her and she told me to talk to God she said you're crying right now but channel that to God talk to him let him know how you're feeling because you might have some soul searching to do you know so I sat and I cried and I yelled and why are you doing this to me why is this happening everything that I needed to get out you Mm -hmm. know and I feel like that was one positive way to deal with adversity. So um, I want to look what I just found an article. It's a Balanced Life Academy, Overcoming Adversity. And it's 10 strategies um, to overcoming it. And it starts with the benefits. So it's one of the toughest skills to master overcoming adversity because that's honestly the ugliest part of your life is things that don't go in your favor or Mm -hmm. your way um it can change your life and make everything healthier it can make you richer financially as well as mentally um confidence and self-esteem becomes a beautiful thing and you know you're not stressed out anymore or not stressed out anymore because everybody experiences it, but it's mm-hmm. a lot less. Um, you have to change your interpretations of the negative concepts. Um, and this says, how we interpret and respond to concepts in life can influence our happiness and success in a massive way. Um, with it even being like greed, you know, like money being a, medi- a medium for you to 
have to deal with adversity. You know what I'm saying? Like, money can be a very negative thing, you know, mm-hmm. because if you want, 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 you're greedy, you're begging, 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 give me the money, give me the money. It can really turn you into a person where you're going to hit adversity every single day because your concentration became the greed, not the money. It's you know? funny you say that because, like, this year, you know, I transitioned jobs. And, like, I had a pretty decent job, and I, that job made me kind of arrogant because it paid so well. You know, and I felt like I got this job, woo. And, like, being broke is a very humbling, mm-hmm. very humbling um, experience. But it showed me, like, I used to be like, y'all hear me say this sometimes, like, I'm not, I don't feel like going outside when I'm broke. But I've had to find, like, motivation and inspiration outside of just having money in my pocket. Right. Know? Um, so definitely greed. I was always like money hungry, but like I found like I accomplish way more when I'm when I'm focused on that task and not thinking about the money. You right. Know, and greed. And it's like um, using that as an idea is like money can cause so many bad things, but take it and turn it into a positive. Right. Is how can I use the money in a good way? What are ways that if I end up with all of this money? How can I turn it into a good? So it's like if you change your concept about a negative, con- change your, how you perceive a negative concept, you can overcome adversity um, a lot easier, and it gives you more resilience to be able to deal with setbacks and um, ugliness, you know, because it's inevitable. Adversity is going to smack you mm-hmm. every single time. Um, you have to act on changing your response to it. Um, and me, um, I'm a big baby. You know, I'll cry. And sometimes cry sometimes <laughs> crying is not bad. You know, like, you, it's better to get that junk out of you. But if that's your first response, what's the second? You know, if you're going to cry, how are you going to come back from those tears? You know what's crazy, Nitty? Like, because we've known each other for so long. I've seen you at your, like, the, the most, like, adverse moments in your life, you know, from the time that you, like, you guys lost your house, that changed you from, like, that's made you who you are, you know, and you didn't see it like that at first. Right. But now you, like, you, you come from a very comfortable house, you feel me, where, like, everything was kind of, like, provided for you, as opposed to, like, versus me, like, I had to go get it, so adversity kind of made me who I am. Mm-hmm. But you had to experience adversity at a later stage in your life, and, like, now... It made you who you are. Like we, we, you are successful in doing major things now because you did experience that. I don't know if you have done. Yeah, that. I, I never. I mean, I didn't for a long time. Me and my family really didn't try to look at the bad that happened with the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked at it as a blessing. We only looked at the good. Like, well, we all made it out, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't think about the, the. The issues that came with losing everything you own, every memory, everything that was yours is gone. No money to get it back. No money to start over. You know, it was a very, very tough situation with us even being on the news. Like, people were following my family around, talking to them as they lived in in places, small houses. And we became another, excuse me, we became a, a statistic. You know what I'm saying? We became a part of a system of failure and adversity. So when we look at it now, we it helps me to realize, okay, I was really lashing out and being angry and doing some of the things I was doing because I didn't know how to deal with the fact that I didn't have a home anymore or I didn't have my home anymore. Mm-hmm. I had to come into a new light. And now I do realize 
that it, it, it has shaped me into the woman that I am now. Uh, we can continue in a second. We have a call in. Hello, hello. Welcome to Nitty's Knocker. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome, guys. You're on the line with makeup artist Ome. Am I pronouncing it correctly? Ome? Yeah, so it's actually my full name is Ome Habiba, but my nickname is Omi. Omi. This is Omi, yeah. guys. Uh, my content producer, D put her on the line with us today she's doing really amazing things with makeup and she's really got numbers going for her on instagram and she's pretty creative i looked at her page and it definitely was some really cool stuff on there welcome to the show thank you thank you guys for having me yeah d was um d was mentioning and i was actually just listening to the show so i was like hmm, it's about seven thirty. maybe i should call in <laughs> yes, but um yeah thank you guys so much for having me on the show no problem. So, how did you get into makeup? Um, so I actually started when I was in high school, and it's actually like a really, really long, I guess, story. So I'm going to try to cut it in half. Okay. Um, so essentially, like I grew up with a Pakistani background, and I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with people from that culture or like. Um, South Asia, it's like really pressed upon the girls and, and the boys to like go into medical school or like go into the healthcare career. So I always had like this dying passion for makeup, but my family would not let me pursue it because they were like, oh, what will people say? Like, you need to become a doctor, you need to go into the healthcare field. So I was always like molded to be this girl who, you know, told everyone she wanted to do medicine, but like down inside wanted to do makeup. Mm-hmm. And it was always like this pressure, I guess, from like family and society. And I always had like, you know, my makeup brushes and makeup and like I would secretly do people's makeup <laughs> and get paid for it and not really bring it up to my parents at all. But I mean, just to make them happy and everything, I continued on with like um, with college and everything. And I ended up getting like my biology degree but then I had quit my job. Like I had a whole, a whole bunch of like situations happen to me. Just ended up like realizing that I want to pursue makeup full time. Right. So I started in high school, like very, very low key. And then after that, um, you know, just had a few different things happen. And I was just like, I came to a realization that I'm, I'm, I'm like living for everyone else and living to make everyone else happy and, and do what I'm passionate about. So how did you really turn it into a career? Because being a makeup artist in today's society uh, with, you know, social media and it's so many people, you know, trying to do the whole makeup thing as a career. How did you actually make it profitable for yourself? Mm, so I wouldn't say that it wasn't. So the first few years that I was doing it, I was doing it along having like a full time job. So um when I was doing any sort of jobs or anything like taking on um, clients, I was taking them on while I was working full-time and going to school full-time. So I wanted to make myself competitive as far as pricing went. So I would like do a lot of things for free in the beginning. So I would take like clients on, brides on, I would do like models makeup for free. And I started that like up until high school, right? So I'm 26 now. So I started doing makeup for free 
up until like I was like maybe 21, 22. Okay, and did it ever so from, get like, discouraging? Because that's, you know, was it, yeah. doing makeup for free oh, yeah, all the time yeah. and knowing, you know, like, man, I'm pretty good at this, but I'm still doing it for free. Yeah, I mean, it was it was always very discouraging, especially, like, the social media aspect of it, too, because it wasn't until, it wasn't until, like, um, I would say, like, beginning of college that, like, Instagram and Vine and, like, all these social media platforms became a thing, and, like, it wasn't until recently for me that I became a little bit more active on social media and mm-hmm. started gaining like followers and all that. But yeah, it was it was always so discouraging in the beginning because you you're working like and you're spending all this money on products and everything and people don't appreciate that. Like people don't like when you're in, in a creative industry, people almost expect things for free from you. Right. Like when you I don't know if if you've been around in like the photography industry or like the model industry, yes. like in Chicago, it's so based around TFP. Like, hey, if you want to come and do this model, you'll get pictures. Right. But then when you get the pictures that's it. You don't really get any more referrals from the photographer. You don't really get any referrals from the, the models. So it was like really like hitting like all these dead ends, you know, like I was working for free, working for free. And I was like, okay, I'm working hard, but I'm not working smart. Mm. So that's when I took to social media and started putting my energy there. Cause I was like, I can, if I do the right things on social media, I can target clients who are willing to pay. You know, right. So what what are your tips to people who might because you actually you have a very impressive, you know, social media presence. Um, What are your tips to people who might be trying to gain numbers doing the things that they love? Not necessarily makeup, but what did Mm -hmm. it take for you to start getting the attention you have on social media? I think like. The biggest advice that I tell people, like no matter what you're doing, like if you're a fashion blogger, a singer, um, anything is just be yourself, but be creative when you're yourself. And a lot of times people I hear say things like, oh, well, I'm I'm not an outgoing personality or I'm not really out there like that. I'm not, I don't have like a colorful like personality or I'm not loud like you or anything like that and I just tell them I'm like hey listen like the world is in need of one type of person right you have multiple personalities and majority of the time when people follow you they kind of want to resonate with you right so they see something that they like about you and either that they want it or that they they can relate to you so even if though you may not fit like this cookie cutter picture of like what social media puts out like kind of like you have to be like a certain way that's not always the case like i would always say like no matter who you are if you have that desire to be someone or like make social media or make your music or anything of that sort like just do it like you have to be yourself just go ahead and put yourself out there and like be consistent when you're putting out content very and like and i see that you the way that you do videos is very impressive um like the one uh the texcapades when he wants to take you swimming on the first date so i see Mm -hmm. what you mean by bringing you bring a lot of personality into it's like an amazing video you know it's it's funny you know the makeup's not coming off um and um how did you feel when you got your first million views on a video um i think when i uh, i Um, when I was like 
when I first started making like Instagram videos, I wasn't really hitting like views like that. And then when I when I hit like I guess like essentially the way to say it is like when you first go viral, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> viral. I was, I was like. <laughs> I, I think I was like shook more than anything because um, I don't know if you know if Dee had mentioned to you, but my brother also does like social media. He's actually like a Viner, or oh. he was a Viner. Oh, okay, what was his Vine name? I might. What, what do you so, do on Vine? Yeah, so he so he actually did. I'm sure you guys have seen it because it was on the news, but he was dressed up as Aladdin. And oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> he was on like he was on a hoverboard, and the hoverboard had like a carpet on it. Oh, so, yeah, okay, that's your... <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, so he used to do, um, like, fine and stuff like that, and, like, everyone always, like, thought, like, hey, like, your brother's probably, like, helping you out get videos out there, and he never once ever was like, hey, let me, like, help promote your videos or anything like that. He was always like, no, you have to work hard to get your own clout, because <laughs> once you get it, you'll know how hard it is to actually, like, make it, and you'll appreciate your content so much more. Right. So I remember, like, when my first my first viral video was like something so stupid it was i was not even expecting for it to to do well but it was like something about having like faux faux freckles and i realized that um people react to things or like your videos would do better if people react to it like they mm-hmm. feel either offended or they're emotionally drawn to it some way or another and that's right. with music right just like with music yeah that's very mm-hmm. true Exactly. So I realized that there was no difference between music and creating content as far as like videos and visuals, right? Right. So it became it became like so much more than just makeup artistry. And when I hit like that video, I believe was like my first million view video, like above a million views. And um, after that, I was like so shook. I didn't know how to act, but then I was like, you know what? I was like, I can't let this just like stop me. I have to like she ride said, the wave. So then once I hit, I had that video. I was like. I gotta create more content. I gotta keep going, you know. Right, and that's what you've done. And it's it's a very very impressive to see um, the dedication because that is something that you know we all have to remember to do is stay dedicated. You know, people think that they mm-hmm. see it on the internet like, oh, I can do that, and they get mm-hmm. discouraged when it doesn't come overnight. You know. Um, no. They don't understand the video editing and the how can I make people laugh just like you were saying reactions are what do it for people Mm -hmm. and it seems like you really have a good system going as far as continuing that path um yeah how do you how do you feel about unicorns (laughs) I love unicorns would you be interested in doing a, a makeup like are you in Chicago yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in Chicago. I'm actually moving to LA, like, to pursue it full-time, um, to, like, do blogging and blogging full-time, but I think, um, I think I haven't booked my flight yet, but we signed the lease and everything, so we should be out of here, like, in literally, like, a few more days, like, maybe a week or two. No, probably a week, because our move-in date is the 7th of February, and... I don't know. I, we're, we're so behind on packing, to be honest, that I'm kind of thinking <laughs> that we'll probably end up being there a little bit later than that. But Well, congratulations we'll on that. Um, Thank you. That's super awesome. But I'd like to invite you out to uh, an event, and if you wouldn't mind attempting to do a unicorn face on me. 
Like, you yeah, I saw Oh, for sure. But not really a unicorn, unicorn face, you know, because like your Rudolph video, you know, where you started off, you made it look like you were trying to be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but then you used that as your your contour. Yeah. That was really creative. That was, like, super creative to do. So, um, I'll get details on that more with um, Donnell, uh, but how can we keep up with you how can everybody listening keep up with you and your tutorials and everything that you're doing now um so everyone who has an instagram can follow me on instagram and that's it's super complicated so i'm gonna have to spell it out um but it's just my first name and uh, you guys could either go on the website which is omehabiba.com or you guys can check out the instagram um which is o-m-e-h-a-b-i-b-a and then obviously like if you just if you google it you'll be able to find like all my all my channels connected to me so whether that's youtube if you guys want lengthy tutorials or instagram if you're looking for a quick laugh um or just like um just even going to my website and then i do have like my own brand of lashes nice um, okay i love lashes i don't know if you missed that part (laughs) of the show but i'm a lash girl all the way so i would love to see really? some of those yes i don't have real okay. i don't have eyelashes in real life so you know <laughs> go big or go home Girl, i feel you i literally feel you like i'm completely bald on my eyes so. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i would That's love why to I did see that, that. But yeah I'll, I'll i'm like more than happy to send you like um like a a few pairs like literally like i have three different styles and they're really cool because it's it, the reason why I even started it was not even for like the monetary aspect, but because like I felt like it was another creative force, right? Right. And essentially, it's it's the names of the lashes are my way of kind of like throwing back at like these societal norms. So obviously, like when when I send them to you, I'll explain all of that. Like I'll write it down and I'll explain like what each lash actually means, um, and like what it actually the names because they're actually in my language the name of the lash i'll have to actually define it for you that's amazing i wish you the best of luck with that and i cannot wait um to exchange info with you and keep in touch with all this but um thank you so much for calling in and letting us know the secret you know everybody wants to know the secret to social media and yeah no no problem i'm glad that you are fond of unicorns you know it's a very big deal for me um. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I not know. Is that like a? Is that kind of like an icon for you? It's like my spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Most definitely <laughs> way. It's truly I identify. That's what I chose as a spirit animal, and it helps me with my positivity. It helps me to channel good energy at all times. So. I love that. Yeah, welcome to Unigang. You are officially a Unigang, 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 Unigang. <laughs> officially a member. But thank you so much for calling. Uh, we will definitely be in touch. And until we talk again, peace, love, and happiness. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. All right, bye bye. I'm getting lashes, y'all. You heard that? <laughs> Three pairs in a different language. You just feel like you got foreign lashes, though. <laughs> Sponsor me, Instagram people, brands. Um, I'm getting lashes from Omeya Viva. <laughs> She's doing numbers on the brand. No, she is doing a really great job, and those were really good tips on how to just maintain mm-hmm. um, a base. You know, reactions matter. Yeah, I was taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. Up here, I'm like, okay, reaction. You know. <laughs>
And she she really I see her how her page grew from small numbers to good ones. So it shows the organic build that she has waited for. Yes, just being consistent and just doing what you love. Passion is key, and like with her, she's twenty six now. It's working for her. About 20, 27, that magic number. That magic number twenty seven is where it all boils down, huh? But um, we're gonna play a song, and then we'll get back to the adversity topics. We're gonna go ahead and play. Oh, the song that I haven't even heard yet. Um, I haven't even heard it yet. A Nitty's Knocker exclusive. <laughs> By LaJ. It is a Nitty's Knocker exclusive. We're releasing this for the world to hear. This is Tingling by LaJ right here on Nitty's Knocker. That's the best music ever. Guys, that was fire. Tingling by Lajay. (laughs) The breathiness in that was just (laughs) on fire. I'm very, very proud of the growth. Thank you. I wasn't, I don't know what I was expecting, but (laughs) that, you know, that little like rock to it, you know, Mm -hmm. like that little. The bass rock. Yeah, I love a strong... Very soul-inspired. Yeah, like, yeah. It, somebody made you all tingly like that? Mm-hmm. Again, look, look <laughs> at you. So I was going through this thing. <laughs> but that's a beautiful song, and Thank this you. is going to be on Indigo. Mm-hmm. Yes, and when is. can we expect Indigo? I'm thinking springish. you know? I feel like most of the songs are very, very spring vibes, you know? It's a rebirth mm. type of project and um a lot more soul inspired things like that so true 
You did good, girl. Thank you. But um, just to speak on the adversity things a little bit more, I'm just going to read 10 quotes, and you should act on them. We should act on them. And that'll be our adversity. I'll make sure I'm going to get better with blogging. I've kind of been all over the place, but these these are good posts that I run into, and I feel like you shouldn't have to only listen to me talk about them. You should be able to read them if you'd like. Um, Love but, your voice, Nitty. Uh, sometimes I can't stand it, <laughs> but, you know. Okay, it can be hard to overcome adversity when your mindset is wholly negative. Um, daily affirmations are one of the most effective strategies for changing your perspectives on life and managing negative life experiences. Can and I- these are 10 quotes that this the author was able to come up with that helped them deal with adversity better. Success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome. The second one is success seems to be largely a matter of hanging on after others have let go. That's deep. Mm -hmm. You hang on after everybody else lets go, which means that you know the value in what you're doing. You know, that's deep. The third one is, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. The best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. Life is thickly sown with thorns, and I know no other remedy than to pass quickly through them. The longer we dwell on our misfortunes, the greater is their power to harm us. A man of character finds a special attractiveness in difficulty since it is only by coming to grips with difficulty that he can realize his potentialities. That's a big word to use at the end of that. The number seven is we acquire the strength we have overcome. Number eight is the problem is not that there are problems. The problem is expecting otherwise and thinking that having problems is a problem. Nine is everybody ought to do at least two things each day that he hates to do just for practice. Okay, that that fits my life a little bit. Yeah, you got to do the stuff you don't like. $3 slash hey, $3. And number 10 is if you break your neck, if you have nothing to eat, if your house is on fire, then you got a problem. Everything else is inconvenience. Life is inconvenient. Life is lumpy. Learn to separate the inconveniences from the real problems. You will live longer. So, you know, practice self-love, self-forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Realize that you are human and that it's inevitable. Like I said, it's inevitable to deal with things well, that you don't like. One thing I do um, in my own life, um, inspired by being Mary Jane, I have a whole wall. And I cover it in sticky notes. So whenever, because, you know, I feel like life comes in waves. And when you ride in that high wave, it's the perfect time to write these positive things Mm -hmm. and stick them on your wall so that when you're feeling low, you can just look up and you see all these positive things. And the best part is that it came from you. So you know you can get back to that place. Nice. Very true. That was something that I did want to start doing, just Mm -hmm. posting those costs a little bit. So um, Mm -hmm. if anybody wants to send me some money to buy post-it notes, I'm (laughs) taking dollars. so well, G. I got to get like you. I'm just trying to get my post-it notes. (laughs) (laughs) But that is a great way of um, 
of dealing with it. And even like I talk about the Sims game a lot because I play Sims Four. When you are happy, no, but it actually has really beneficial things as far as building a person to be a great person, having great characteristics. And when your charisma, you have to have mirrors in your house on The Sims game to gain charisma. Mm-hmm. So that you, when you are have high energy and you super boosted, you stand in front of the mirror and it's like, give yourself the best pep talk ever. These are mm-hmm. the choices that you have, which teaches you that even to create a person, this is how you should create yourself in real life, you know? So... Big ups to The Sims. Sponsor me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, big ups to The Sims, you know, for teaching um, characteristic character building skills. You know, and you can't get them overnight in the game. You cannot just, unless you use cheat codes. Mm-hmm. But life does not have any cheat codes, you know. Life is full of ups and downs at any given time. So, like my aunt said, um, we're going to end it with our quote of the week. From Auntie Booby, y'all. This is my Auntie Booby. Auntie Booby, thank you. This week's quote is Trials and tribulations are just storms. Learn how to dance in the rain. And eat that and take it in and just know your worth. Know that this is just a moment in in history, honestly. You know? It's something that's preparing you to be the person that you're meant to be. Yeah, because you are going to be who you're meant to be regardless of what you do in between. The consequences are going to be good or bad regardless. But you will get there. Good word. <laughs> you will get there. So, so, with that being said, what's it? You got something to say? No, I was just going to ask like, Jay, where we can find her on social media. Oh, look at you! That's knowing right. how to... Look at Segway. you! Segway! I'm so proud of Brandon! <laughs> wow, growth. Okay. Progress. So, on all social media... Um, you can find me at Laje Official. That's L A J E Official. You changed it. Yes, I had to get more professional with it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> your words used to be "Take me as I am." Who the is Laje? <laughs> That's me. That's gonna all be you know. Yeah, I was planning on that always being me, but you know, you can't always be cussing. <laughs> So yeah, very true. And uh, how can we keep up with our uh, invisible um, voice? The, this voice that the <laughs> voice of God that just <laughs> <laughs> pops in randomly. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sleazy Peck. That's Sleazy with two E's. P A C. That name. Sleazy Peck. Oh, you can always find <laughs> Brandon on uh, Twitter underscore Damn Can I Live? You know, always about living your best life. So, and on Instagram, BA underscore Glover. You going to say it again? I, I need to change. Every week, Every, without fail, I need to change that. I'm going to change it today. Change it. And as always, you can visit nittiesknocker.com to find all social media handles for Nitty's Knocker. Type it on Google. Do whatever you got to do. We host events, too. So, like, y'all need an event host. Y'all need some turn up, some positive vibes. Call us, you know, call us, beep us if you want to reach us, if you want to pay just, that's okay. And that, and that, and that said, it's a. Uh, it's been a week, guys. and um, <laughs> remember, you can always submit your music. Excuse me, I have the hiccups and burps. You can always submit your music to nittiesknocker.com, send your thoughts, ideas, good news. Call me, let me know, text me, and. DM me. Let me know what good news is happening with y'all because we focus so much on this garbage. Let's talk about what good is going on. Let's talk about how happy we are today. 
Mm-hmm. Send it to me. I want to hear it, and I'll retweet it. And sometimes I'll talk about it on the show. And next week, we will be adding a segment at the choice of my mother. She believes that teenagers need to be involved with Nitty's Knocker. So there will be a segment with Felicity and her best friend, Justin, where they come in and talk about teenage issues and how to give solutions for them. I don't understand teenagers anymore. Yeah, so, and, you know, this will be a great addition, you know, um, just teaching them the ins and outs of what it means to grow up and, and have solutions for your problems versus just having the problems. Or inconveniences. That's what it is, the inconveniences in life. So, that being said, love y'all. And until next week, peace, love, and happiness.